Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the HSBG podcast. I'm your host, Educated Calls. We're my constant co host, Shady Bunny, Shady, and the rest of everyone else listening. How you doing? Hey, thank you, Calls. I'm, I'm great, man. I'm great. It's an action packed episode ahead of us. How have you been? Yeah, we, we, I'm doing good. And we got ju- not just one patch to talk about, we've got two. And is that our fault? A little bit, yes. but mostly <laughs> Blizzard's fault for releasing a huge patch and they had to make some adjustments. So we're going to talk about nitty gritty. We're not going to go through each and every detail meticulously. We're going to try to cover the important bits of these patches since it's a long patch. And we want to cover like what's important, some of the tips and tricks and like tools that you want to use to get better. So should be interesting episode, informative episode. Let's get started. Yeah, let's dive right in. So I I suppose the way we can go about it is cover a little bit what has been released, what's new, and then uh, dive into, you know, what what can you use in your own games or what's been cool or interesting for for my own games. Um, If you haven't been paying attention, quests are back. Da-da! You know, Shady's favorite uh, game change, I guess. Spells give it a run for the money for sure. Um, I, I know. I guess mechanic. Yeah, called mechanic. Yeah, game mechanic. Yeah, yeah. additional back mechanic. The... Yeah, they've also changed up a couple of, you know, archetypes, minions, some spells, some quests itself, you know, things like that. So yeah. There's yeah, there's been some some new about. minions, some minions that have been yeah. removed. Okay, cool. Let's um, so let's start with talking about the um the new requirements that have been added some that have been interesting the um, requests like new yeah quests, like the actual quest not the rewards okay so the um <clears throat> i would say the interesting thing that has been added is cast spells I'll cast spells right yeah that one yeah. is highly cheesable with certain mechanics if you have so an opponent today had mm-hmm. a tier seven minion quest completed on the very first turn. It was bonkers. So one of the new quest rewards is you get mm. a tier seven minion. Now that'll usually take you at least three turns, right? When you're completing that quest. That still that still seems very fast. Well, yeah, but yeah. I mean, we're, we're talking about you're going to pick a quest that's completable, right? So right. I would say okay. when you pick it, you. It's probably going to be three turns. It also so again for for anyone who wasn't here for the previous quest meta, your quest is easier the more armor your armor. hero has. Yeah. That is I've absolutely a people, thing. I've yeah. heard some people complain it's now armor picker extraordinary again, where it's like you just pick the ones with the most. Armor. But I like it. I picked a guff today, and I even hero okay. powered on one of the turns. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Like, turn three, I was like, wow, I hero-powered. I got plus four, plus four, and it was, like, fine. And then I promptly ignored the button for the rest of the game. But no, you changed it. You changed it. I did. (laughs) I became Gallywix at one point. All right, but that's that's besides the point, right? So um, I I do like that. I like that armor matters now because it's not just... Oh, is it a Gallywix? Is it a Snake Eyes? Is it a Murloc Holmes? Or do I have to pick some garbage? Like, now I actually have to think, okay, I can take a really sweet hero power and then try to go for an easier quest. 
I, you know, it's very difficult to take something like a Murloc Holmes that only has eight armor and then also take like ghastly mask felbat, which you know is gonna be like such a forever it's gonna be like spent 80 gold or some bullshit yeah, right yeah. you're not gonna survive so usually the strategy is for you to pick either a strong hero power and then usually a more easy completable quest or you go for a weaker hero power but lots of armor and then that gives you an option to you know perhaps complete that ghastly mask felbat or to give you pilfered lamps or something super cool I do think that the armor does have more of an upside, though, because now we have the ability to change hero powers, and I think that matters a lot. Yes. So you could just pick high armor, get the good quest, and then, yeah, you don't have a, a hero power for maybe the early parts of the game or even the mid part, but you do get the ability to change it later on, and that does matter. So I don't know. Sure. I think... Uh, it does lean, in my opinion, towards picking heavier armor heroes if you can. Well, if it I'm, I'm going to give you a, like an exception to that. Okay. Uh, I, I do agree that it's better than before because of the option of changing the hero power later. Uh, right. But the hero power itself can also be a super valuable asset in completing the quest. Mm. So uh, Right. There for, are some heroes like that. Yeah. Like, for instance, Gallywix, right? You can just spend more gold you can buy more minions you can summon more yeah, minions because I mean, you're you're highly incentivized to cycle shit there, there um, are some exceptional heroes shady well you know there's other stuff right there's brucon who summons things there's Terran who summons right. things there's um certain buff heroes right that can complete the buff quest very easily there's cards to right. hands that certain heroes do well like Baroff. Uh, it's a little bit more risky, right? Because you are relying on the good. Yeah, uh, you are You are hoping that you get that particular quest. That's true. Mm -hmm. So to close the loop from earlier, I was uh, talking about, you know, I got a little sidetracked. <laughs> yeah, but we're going back in. <laughs> the uh, the Zargira on turn four. Today, one of my opponents had a Zargira on, on turn four, which is the quest turn. So he got offered the quest. Hey, if you complete this, you get this awesome tier seven minion now be careful youngster this quest is gonna take oh wait you completed already okay well well here's your tier seven guy have some fun go destroy him is, is that balanced like no definitely not so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but this is this is the issue <laughs> that you know and i i see maybe to cast spells one might need to be altered because that mm. one is so cheesable because my opponent had a triple shell collector coin mm. coin 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 oh, right, right right it's not just it's oh. not tavern spells it's yeah. spells so you could also Would tavern make spells be better if you just change the uh yeah but i mean you'd have to balance it in that it'd be it'd have to be a lot fewer spells because i don't know how many spells he had to play for his Argira, but yeah so blood gems count as spells spellcraft yeah. counts as spells coins counts as spells your triple reward counts as a spell so you know that was obviously a big big outlier and i'm not sure if you know they should remove those once in a blue moon crazy games uh, but that game was definitely not balanced i faced him three times in 12 turns and he ended my run um so you died on turn 15. <laughs> that's pretty good <laughs> i faced him on freaking no i died on turn 12 i think yeah okay i uh so i fa well i faced him on on turn five so i took 12 uh, right because it's seven drops right. because i mean he had his argira which means his board was full he just copied something immediately and right. he had a full board and i didn't and then seven drops in the back so it's like bam here take massive damage anyways that that talk aside that's that's just the main 
difference I would say than, than previous is that you now have a, a quest requirement. Well, the the actual quest we call we call quest rewards quests because it's easier, but the quests are the requirements. The um, cast spell requirement is highly cheesable. Same thing with you know, let's say you have a pair of surf and surfs on your board, spellcraft, spellcraft, and then you know you maybe get a good spell like chef's choice, and then maybe you know, a coin or a bacon for some blood gems, and yeah, very. Uh, yeah. It seems like one of the easier quests comparative to some of the others. So. Yeah, it could be difficult, right? Depending on what is in your shop. Yeah. But with the right tools, it's super speed. Yeah. It's you can speed run it for sure. Yeah, I think it depends on like what minion types are in as well. Since like Nagas, right, would help you a lot. I yeah. think Naga Quill is the, uh, yeah, the straight up. The exit, yeah, for sure. So yeah, um, I, I would say that's that's the main one that that has uh, caused a bit of a change. Problems. Then I hear what you're saying. From the new quest rewards, mm-hmm. most of the spell ones do stand out, which I think now, is course, hey, which is good. What a let me let me <laughs> let me rate rad. Uh, there's a couple, what a surprise there's a couple here, of battles. You know, who would have guessed that the tavern spell ones are problematic? As you say, I would have never figured that out for sure. I mean, every every podcast we talk. Tavern spell is pretty good compared to everything else, and it does, makes it feel like if you're doing anything else that's not tavern spell related, there's a problem. Like it's like, huh? I wonder how we should fix that. Let's just print more tavern spells and reduce. Like, okay, of course, you're it's not the... hearing me. <laughs> but just yeah, gotta right. give the people Fair more enough. tavern spells to fight with the the, the other tavern it's spells. It's fun. It's fun. I get it. You know, it's just like, can we adjust, please? I don't I think they're the best ones, right? But there are a few that are really good. I mean, there were some broken quests before, so I yeah. would be surprised. There's, there were, yeah, there still are. Uh, so on release, so we're talking to balance patches in, right? So there was a very fast hotfix where there was some crazy stuff people were doing and that was not okay. I'll quickly cover the craziest stuff people are doing. So there was a spell called Stimulant and Fluidity. Uh, they're back in the game, but they've already been reworked. On release, okay. Fluidity was a tier three spell i believe that is janice hero power for one gold so you just could swap something back in the shop um and then stimulant was a two cost spell that was linked to elementals and you could double the stats of something in the shop if it was frozen at the end of the turn so essentially stimulant would freeze a minion in the tavern and if you would leave it there at the at the end of the turn the, the stats would double and so you, you could you could keep doing that right Yes. Now yeah. it's stacked, so you could cast five stimulants. Then then it was times two, times two, times two, times two, times two. So it's stupid, right? You're like twenty, twenty, forty, forty, eighty, eighty, one sixty, one sixty. Yeah, it's on and on and on. Yeah, ridiculous. So of course, Chief made a seventy million something cyclone or whatever. Chief always is doing because uh, he very quickly realized well. Rolling for anything else but stimulant is trolling, so I'm going to roll only for stimulant. So we, so yeah, that was promptly removed from the game. Uh, it's now back, but it's Maev Hero Power. Now it does the same thing, but you can't throw a bunch of stimulants on the same thing because it'll pop in your hand after the first stimulant has been used, and then it'll be locked in your hand for a turn. And then so it's effectively the same thing, but you can't stack it, which is that's elegant then. Well done, yes, I think very elegant. And and fluidity was moved to tier five, so 
you know, you can't do some low tier strategy where, because theoretically what you could do is you could stimulate something, put it on the board, swap it back in the shop, stimulate it again, and then you can still go times two, times two, times two, which is a lot riskier because your big minion is in your hand for a couple turns. But, you know, if you have more than 15 health, you could just say, well, you know, I'm going to make a really big minion and, and I can die. So that, that was uh, the first hotfix. Part of that hotfix as well was probably maybe not the best, but like top three quest rewards was Mirage. Mirage was the quest reward that reduced the cost of your spells by one. And I was so surprised that there was no text, but not zero. Uh, yeah, right. but not less than yeah. one. Reduced by I, one, but not less than they, one. They have this problem in, in the app. <laughs> <laughs> it's like don't understand hey one to zero is crazy guys don't when shit that. costs like, zero it's really really fucking good yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah for sure because then you know there's no limit so yeah the strategy was to play smudge your lover but now it was on steroids because you would just go infinite whereas before smudge your lover was good and if you had a great turn you were spending 20 gold 30 gold right it was go hard but you know if you're buying overconfidence for zero every, every one cost spell was uh, zero uh, lasso was effectively free because you buy it for one and you steal a minion you can sell it chef was effectively free so all the one cost spell and a good amount of the two cost spells were extremely interesting so yeah that, that was hot fixed uh, pretty quickly so I'm, I'm honestly pretty happy with the pace of how the nerfs came in because that was that was ridiculous and Bramble Witch was also reintroduced with that hotfix because Bramble Witch was removed on the patch, but they brought her back uh, because it's, yeah, it's so insane when you can just build an insanely large demon and Cultist is still in the game. And the, like, there's and Murloc, you know. Like, yeah, Murloc too, Murloc too, but the but Bramble. The Br Cultist is doubles it. I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm maybe quadruple or whatever, right? With Titus. Right, so depending on can, how many. You can go yeah, crazy, right? Saying. Your quest reward could be tombs, and then you're like printing just large demon after large demon after large demon. So yeah, uh, but I, so very happy with how quickly everything was uh, addressed. So that was that was one of the quest rewards that was really silly. Beyond the mirage, tavern spells cost one less. Now that's back in, but obviously with how they've uh, nerfed uh, certain spells, how they've moved Lubber to tier four. They're no longer offering Beyond to Mirage in a Quillbor or Elemental Lobby. It's like there is hypothetically a world where you can play it with Lubber and just Pirates. So that's probably still good, but like highly difficult to play and you're probably going to die. <laughs> it's like regardless yeah. it's a good quest like don't abuse like even if you just play it normally like you're getting one spells one costless that's yes good. Like, yes yes uh, it's, if it's completable normal. don't yeah. don't kill yourself trying to do some bad scene. that's mine <laughs> like shetty's like oh i guess in these just play the the combo it's a good quest like what if well i mean here? if you have a lover on your board it's a sure. great quest sure, yeah. sure. if you don't have a lover it's okay then the uh, the other spell quest that was pretty sweet. Uh, I guess there's two others that are pretty sweet. So temporal tampering makes your spells cast twice. Who would have guessed? That's now true. that's a tough one to complete. That's definitely not a super easy one. But uh, when it's done, you know, two golden touches, mm -hmm. two discover a battle cry things, 
two times evolve to make six drops on tier like there's so many things you can do that's just straight bonkers so if you ever see a temporal tampering and you're like wow this is actually right up my alley like i have a good board to complete this let's say it's you know have 25 friendly minions die and you have two mana sabers or something that's a slam dunk right It's, it's perfect for that then the um the other uh spell quest the last one that i would say is really nice Untamed? no that one okay. is garbage <laughs> really it's not garbage no, five no, random no. tower spells so is pretty bad. the the, the thing wa- okay so it's not premium i've picked it twice and i won both my games so i will start off by saying oh that. all right so you are lying <laughs> You just don't like the chaos. Well, I've I've picked a lot of I've picked Tiny Henchman and won a lot of those games as well. So uh, you, <laughs> I can't tell you that Tiny Henchman is premium. Uh, but yeah. the reason why I picked it is because I could slam dunk it. Right, I was I, I had a I had a good board for it. So I would I would not recommend that you take. Uh, let's see which one is this called? Uh, some... Cycle of energy. No, that's like get a random tavern spell, right? The one you're talking about is Untamed Sorcery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying you wouldn't recommend taking, you know, this like cycle of energy as a quest. Oh, no, I I was going to say I wouldn't recommend Untamed Sorcery if you can't very efficiently complete it. Because the Uh, the big, the big doubt. I would say that's a general advice. Uh, yes, but no, right? There is. No, there are some that you would go. Well, I mean, like pilfered lambs like if you have the health if you have the sure. the, the board yeah. strength yeah, but yeah, we, we can we exception. can cover that later yeah but that's that's an exception to the rule i think that's a good rule a good rule is to not take a quest you can't easily complete and then we'll teach you when to break that rule <laughs> in a little bit uh because untamed sorcery there is this spell on tier six that sets one of your minions to 2020 um and uh, there is, is that that, I mean, how, that what's can, the chance of that? Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And, and you just, just don't go to tier 6. Like, just don't go to 6. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's nothing good on 6. Uh, <laughs> but then there's other goods. I mean, you could get a free Divine Shield or so. So yeah, anyways. The one I was uh, the one I wanted to mention was Splitting Scroll. That one says whenever you buy a Tavern spell that costs 3 or more, get a copy of it. Now this one isn't as hard to complete as Temporal Tampering, which makes sense because... With tampering, you could just buy careful investment. You could buy overconfidence, right? Get double confidence, double overinvestment. That's very good. Whereas splitting scroll, it's only when it's three or more, but all the juicy stuff is three or more, right? You're still doing double golden touch. There's even a little bit of a benefit to it sometimes where brand's blessing, you'll get two blessings. So that's two turns of blessing. But with tampering, it'll just cast a blessing twice, which doesn't do anything. The horror. The horror. The lost yeah. value. Yeah. And so there's there's many ways to just go infinite with those things. When you have a brand on your board and you're pulling double discover a battle cry minion, for instance, that's that's very good. And then, you know, Chef's Choice, you can throw that on a Murloc, two shots for Tad, two shots for Primal Finn, yada 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 yada. So there's a lot of infinite potential, and obviously any any quest or mechanic that can make you infinite, you know, can make your board very, very strong. So those are super good. Outside of the specific spell quests, one to look out for is Doubleheader. Uh, Doubleheader was an anomaly. I don't think it was a quest reward. 
Uh, a lot of these quest rewards look new, even though they they don't say they're new. At least some of the ones at the beginning. Oh like, yeah, 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 for sure. No, there's. Yeah. I mean, these are pretty much all new, right? So yeah, I think all the way down to until open auditions are new. I think open audition is new as well. I can't remember that there was a quest that allowed you to discover a buddy. Start oh, you're right. That is new too. Yeah, that's also new. Until Snicker Snacks. Yeah, Snicker yeah, Snack is until new. Until Snicker Snacks, everything above that is new. Yeah. So, out of the new ones, uh, so I guess I'll quickly right recap. Beyond the Mirage can be quite good, but isn't always. Temporal Tampering, if you can complete it, is fantastic. Splitting Scrolls, same thing, fantastic. Cycle of Energy is the Avenge 4, wow. get a random tavern spell. That, I don't like it. That is, like, that's easy to complete, and unless your board can really support it. It's one of those quests that's like, okay, whatever. right? I'll just grab it, because Cycle of Energy for me is the other two, I couldn't do them. So I'll just take oh. Cycle of Energy. So sure. now I got great. Tumbling Disaster... Also, you need to have a very specific setup for it. Uh, that that one is whenever you summon a minion in combat, give it 1-1. One, one. Avenge 4, upgrade it permanently, so then 2-2, two, 3-3, two, three, three, and so on. Fantastic on Anixia. <laughs> and then for every other setup, it's like, well, you better be hardcore beast. You better be like hardcore undead. You better be summoning like crazy. Uh, because this is, I would say this probably gets better the lower MMR you go. Because it's still pretty. It's just stats. It's stats. Yeah. Anything it's that is just linear stats. scaling, right? Yeah. It's like one, then two, then three, and and that kind of stuff. Although at higher MMR, people will be better at making a board that spawns tokens. It's not that hard to put a couple of my courses on your board, right? So, yeah, I, I would say this one does taper off. <laughs> uh, but then double header is fantastic, and probably at at least at time of at the time of the recording the podcast. Too easy. Your favorite? Too oh, easy. Okay. Like yeah. I, I have a lot of moments with doubleheader. Like, oh, I, I can do this too early. This is, this is too easy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I've won a lot of doubleheader games because doubleheader gives you. So this was used to be an anomaly, which is why I'm familiar with it. But it, I was like, oh yeah, this was around last. I was like, no, wait, wait, this wasn't a quest. This was an anomaly. Everybody had it, right? Doubleheader anomaly. Everybody had doubleheader, and then. To have it as quest reward really feels like cheating because when you played as Anomaly, the whole lobby had double header, and now you're like, oh, I'm the only one that gets two two brands if I buy one. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> so yeah, that 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 can pop off really hard, yeah, really early. Yeah, it's too easy to triple. I I feel with double header, like yeah, or just like, like go to main... six, buy double Tethys, start yeah. blasting, you know, something like that. And you get more money. It's like very strong. So I don't. Yeah. I don't see why it should trigger that early. Yeah. So, yeah makes sense. So. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see if there's another specific one. Oh, Stash of the Scribe, but then in the reverse. Uh, Stash of the Scribe gives you three spells at the start of the turn. That mm -hmm. one feels over-costed for what it does. Now, it's mm -hmm. nice to get three spells start of turn, but there's plenty of other quests that can put you in a position where you can do that. With one gives stuff. you five. I'm just saying. Yeah, five is, five is more than three, and it's easier. It I'd pick that turn, one. Like, yeah, yeah, every turn. Like, yeah. <laughs> it does a lot of stupid stuff like buff the shop with like temporary buffs and shit, but yeah, it's it's really Yogg Wheel. Like, you just have, it's like Yogg Wheel every turn, so people would love that. 
Um, oh, and then stable amal amalgamation. Yeah, stable mm -hmm. amalgamation. That yeah. one is pretty sweet. And this one I get some questions about on my streams where people say, oh, when you have this, you have to force banana slammer, right? Because the quest reward gives you Avenge no. 7, summon a 50-50 amalgam. It's just, you just get a 50-50. Exactly. And this is, this is like high-level player, right? It's like, Collins, if I give you a 50-50 and you can go to tier 6, can you win the game and then not care about the quest at all in the slightest? Yeah, yeah. So, yes, of course I can. It's like, essentially, what you the quest reward reads, have an invulnerability shield for about 3 to 4 turns. You know, like 3 to 4 turns to do whatever the hell you want. And that's that's super strong, right? So if you can complete it early enough, which most of the time when I take this, I can, it kicks in pro probably about when I go from tier four to five. And that's so perfect. That's the turn where you're potentially taking damage if you're, if you're greeting, right? So we're talking a nine gold turn. Nine gold going to tier five is basically just click the button unless you've done something the previous turn with like a careful investment or you have a bunch of extra money. That's your turn. You go from four to five and that's it, nothing else. Now, if your turn, let's say you needed to, um, you know, position your minions or you needed to attack X amount of times or any, any kind of quest reward that's going to complete at the start of the combat or at the end of your turn, is gonna kick in for that fight, that fight when you are going from tier four to tier five, and then you're keeping all your health because you're winning, and then you can probably go from five to six and still keep all your health because you have a 50-50, that's game over, right? Uh, unless good, man. unless someone has like pilfered lambs and they're popping off or they're doing something unethical. We ignore those people. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> if Assuming it's a normal lobby, like you have just power leveled to six on uh, 10 gold, that's turn eight. So your tier six turn with eight health. with potentially armor intact. Yeah. <laughs> that is obscene. Like and, this is a, a great question. Right? Let's keep that in mind. Yes. <laughs> like, and you still have the, and, and I've, like it's gone. <laughs> I've had multiple games where I start with lava lurker crabs and I just make this crab mobile that spawns seven crabs when it dies. So that's double Horus, baby, right? If that's behind some taunts and you have, let's say like two risen riders to guarantee the first horse, that you get, you're getting two horses, so that's even longer uh, invulnerability shield if we call it like that. So that is that is just an excellent quest reward, and you most definitely do not have to play around it in the end game. Now you could, you could be beast, and you could have a golden banana slammer, and you know, let's say there's some golden procs, and this thing comes out with 200 damage. That's very possible as well, but you don't have to, right? Like for instance, if beasts aren't in, you could still pick this, especially if it's easy to complete. So fantastic quest reward. They should make this a forty nine forty nine amount. Because <laughs> well, I know it will piss so many people off for no reason. Just nerf, yeah. So <laughs> we've made it a forty nine forty nine. Like, or even worse. 50, like a forty nine forty eight. Like oh non matching God, no. numbers. That's I that's savage. Then, yeah. yeah. You're gonna get a lot of complaints. I'm <laughs> just by doing this. We're just being no. evil for no reason. <laughs> uh, it's interesting how humans work in that department. Like, oh, I, I would be among those people that look at the stat line and I'm like, why is that not evenly distributed? This drives me crazy. Uh, so <laughs> apart from that, you have your old quests. Uh, we're not going to go over them, essentially. If you haven't played back then, uh, we, we have our 
old quest episodes so you can always dig them up they're the, still super relevant so yeah for sure there's Go like icky imps and all that <laughs> yeah, yeah uh but the um I, I guess like the the really strong old quest would be tombs so turbulent tombs um it adds a death rattle to your hand when it completes and then your death rattles trigger an extra time so essentially this is the invisible untouchable titus on your board Right. which is crazy yeah. that it's back because we talked about it so many times with Titus Tribute, how that mechanics is so toxic that, you know, you have a whole comp. Didn't we yeah. Yeah. Didn't we talk about this quest being broken back then? Yes, <laughs> we referenced this. When Titus Tribute was so strong when when they when before they removed it from the game, we said that, oh, you're basically just getting turbulent tombs which was which was the best quest reward when it came out now i don't think it's the best quest reward right now just because the game isn't all about you know who can make as many base skills and stuff but it's still really dumb if you have anything that's relying on death rattles to give someone a titus that is unsnipable it's it's so toxic (laughs) that's yeah whatever anyways i'm not gonna like go on too lengthy of a rant but uh, and then I guess Golden Hammer is also sweet. That one is still good. Um, yeah. Because Golden Brand, you know, Golden Tethys, you could very easily go infinite if you could just make a minion golden at will. Cool. All yeah, right. the, the new ones, I mean, the older ones have been more balanced, but with some exceptions. Uh, yeah. It's it's harder to see, like, oh, Heroes, like, this is, like, pretty crazy combo. Like, obviously, if you go fast enough, there's still some crazy ones, but... They've dealt, they've been in the game, so they have a lot of more data for it. So they've been balanced more uh, healthily. <laughs> There's also been an offering bonus for the new quests. That's so you're, true. You're seeing right, them more. so you see the new ones more. So you have more like testing in this meta with the newer cards. Yeah, that'll drop off at some point. Um, so then, I suppose the. Um, the other thing that got nerfed very quickly was well, not that quickly, but yesterday was it, it was nerfed, or maybe one and a half days ago. Uh, conch, right? Which is the Murloc spell. Uh, let's see what the full title of this is: Cloning are Conch. We, we haven't talked about any of the new spells. No, 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 no. I mean, some of them are just. Some people might not even so know. So bland. Exist. There's new spells. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Tied. Sure. We'll, we'll go over a few. Uh... <laughs> but the so i guess in terms of minions that were introduced there's uh some supporting minions like eagle and vengeful slither not that interesting but on yeah. tier six you you now have felbor felbor was buffed in the most recent patch the original design was after you cast three spells eat a minion in the shop and it's a one four and i think the buffed version is like a six eight and it consumes after two spell casts. It's a three eight. Three eight, sure. Yeah. Uh, which is still great. Uh, the um, the the big the big thing here is that it's any spell. It's not just tavern spell. So it's, yeah. So it's spellcraft, gems, yeah. coins, and I've found myself playing a ton of Nala comps in quest meta, which is kind of weird because I was not playing a lot of Nala before. But I've been getting Golden Hammer, and now I can suddenly make a Golden Nala out of nowhere. I I might have had a Golden Hammer on a um, 
that that dragon that gives you spells end of turn, right? So now I'm getting a lot of spells end of turn and it's easier to transition. And in those games, Felbor feels really nice because you have just a handful of spells at the start of your turn. You have a Nala on the board. You're already spamming spells and the chance that yeah. you are going to get a Divine Shield is pretty big. So you can shield this guy and it's you're going to be your biggest minion. Yeah, like game eating stats is... I mean, eating minions is a lot of stats. Like, there are 10 health minions, you know, that you just casually eat. Like, that's pretty good, right? Like, it, it turns a gem or a blood gem into, like, sometimes, like, a 4-4. Four, four. Like, play yeah. a blood gem, gain 4-4 four, four in stats. Like, that's very, very good. You know, well, so. the, the sweet thing you can do with this is that Golden Felbor gets double the stats. So, you can fluidity one of your minions into the shop. Especially when you're playing Nala, you're going to have something you've been buffing. You and your fluidity. You're such a... Um, Abuser. What's, <laughs> yeah. what's, what's the hero? Janice. You're such a Janice. I love Janice. Like, holy yeah. moly. <laughs> I love Janice. So what I did earlier, right? I was scaling uh, like a generic dragon and I just swapped it in the shop and I had a golden Felbor. And then I just unloaded my hand of spells and I just ate that dragon. And not only do you consolidate board space because now the stats are on the Felbor, which you're scaling, the Golden Felbor also times two the stats, right? It doubles the stats. So if you eat a 100-100, it's now 200-200 to the Felbor. So, and that's very real, very executable, right? That's not like, oh, well, that never happens. No, you literally just roll a fluidity. Right, and then then you wait for a shop where you have enough spells, or you buy one or two of the minions that are in the shop. Like you know, it might be a scout or a panda that discovers a spell, something you buy anyway. And then because the shop is smaller, you need fewer spells to eat the whole shop. So that's that's cool. Now I'm and bringing you don't this. Always have to eat the whole shop. To be fair, like right, you could just hit the card you want. You could, yeah. But the the thing you don't want to do is switch your yeah, 100, it... 100 in, and you're like, oh, I'm out of spells. Fuck, <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. Sure. I'm just saying, like, you don't always have to eat that. Whole no, shop. but you want to you want to make sure you that you make can. Sure that it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Like if the game leaves it to the last minion, you want to make sure you actually have just, two more spells. Just. just... Just make it at least 80% you're good. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, chance, lose a 100-100 of the time. Like, yeah, it's fine. That's not going to be statistically yeah. relevant. Like, who loses say. a 1 in 5 anyway? Then you're pretty bad. You should be playing a, a chance game, right? If you lose 1 in 5s. That's, that's crazy. Never happens to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I hear you. Uh, I'm, I'm bringing this up because when Felbor was released, a, a lot of the high-level players were really you know Down on it. they were saying like oh man i think maybe even zorgo's title was like if you ever feel useless in life remember that felbor is a tier six or something well, like well that. yes but it 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 does look like it sucks it's a one force summon three spells like that's yeah. very bad like i i agree with zorgo here like i think three eight some cast two spells is significantly stronger than <laughs> your one four the, cast three. So I'm kind of down. I, I was a little biased on this card because I watched Sliders play. Sliders is a uh, Belgian streamer, French speaking, who uh, he was doing some shenanigans with just like massive shops. So he had like Felbors in the thousands. Yeah, I, I am. I'm that's me. If I'm, yeah. <laughs> to be just say, I'm a, good a time. big like buff the shop player. Yeah. So I could see why he's like, like if you have Rylak Felamental, this thing is fantastic. Sliders is mm -hmm. Belgian. 
Belgian or uh, French? Uh, I, I'm I'm, I'm taking uh, credit for, for Belgium for those high-level skills. I know yeah, Citro yeah. is Belgian, and I know they are French, so maybe I uh, assumed wrong. Anyways, French-speaking, right? Well, I'll take credit for that. We'll take, well, we're a small country. We'll I mean, take what we can get. <laughs> <laughs> sure. All right. So Sliders is uh, French. Okay. Well, thank you for thank you for that. He's he's really Belgium though. You know. Yeah. He's got the seal of approval right there. He's close enough, honestly. Like if it was if it was uh, America, it'd be the same state for sure. So no problem. <laughs> it's definitely the same state. All right. Uh, the. Um, but yeah, so now that it's buffed, okay, so I guess what I was trying to say is before the buff, I might have been a little hesitant to promote the card, but now I'm I'm fine. Yeah, sounds good. Now let's talk about the actual good cards. Uh, <laughs> I'm <laughs> actually kind of trolling, but there are, there are some good um, new cards that they did add besides Belbor. Yeah, I mean, I think the only one really worth mentioning, because, okay, so we'll talk about Dread Stomper and Lassomatic. Uh, Dread Stomper is essentially the... Um, Foul Stomper. Yeah, yeah, but they changed it so it's no longer a demon. It's now an undead beast. Whenever you summon something, give it, it plus three It used to be attack. undead demon? It used to be demon beast. Demon beast, yeah. That sounds yeah. right, yeah. But there's been power Undead creep. makes way more sense. Yeah, it's like way more in theme, right? Because you have yeah. Moros, which... But the issue is they removed Murgle, which is fine from a game balance standpoint, but you can't expect Undead to still be a type and also remove Murgle because, like, the whole point of Undead comps was play five support units and two Murgles. <laughs> that's that's it, right? Like, if you don't have... If you don't have Murgle in your backline, Undead can't deal with stats unless you have the basically Moros Undead, right? Like KT Moros. Unless you have something like just Giga Attack Buff and you have uh, got plus 50 damage, plus 60 damage, plus 70 damage on your tokens, it's very difficult for Undeads to actually deal with stats. Murgos are Reborn Poison, just to be clear. Reborn Venom, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the same to me. But yeah, just you know, for the for the new people that haven't played. <laughs> yes, sorry. My assumption is that you know what a Murgle was. It's only been <laughs> you know a few days, but whatever. I mean, they, you know, they might not know. Just Poor Murgle. The amount of wins I cheese with that card. Oh my god. Uh, but yeah. yeah anyways, but so so th it, that's my point. Like I feel like I'm dead on hard, right? With with in the world of a thousand health minions, that's not a joke. <laughs> Like, yeah yeah plus three attack is not really carrying it, it ain't gonna cut its own right yeah. so uh this this feels like a bit like mergul replacement in your backline and it is so much worse right so <clears throat> don't not not the biggest fan but again right it's like in the ride situation fine uh but whirling lassomatic is fantastic to triple into early it's a divine shield wind fury and whenever you attack you get a random tavern spell now I like I like this type of card. When this was it's, released, it's, yeah. it's just missing cleave. It's missing cleave. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd be happy. 
Yeah, Divine Shield, Wind Fury, Cleave. For every yeah. minion that gets attacked by this unit, get a Tavern spell. Yeah, yeah I, I, that's a little too strong. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Nah, it doesn't need Cleave. It's pretty good already. I know, I know. <laughs> when this was released, I was so surprised that it had a type. I was like, oh, wow, you're going to be able to buff this. Now, I don't think it's like Giga Broken or anything, but I was like, Wow, this seems really Mechs good. Mechs need help. That's why. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Oh, right? yeah. I don't play what this. In, the cards? I play this with Nala. I don't play it with Mech. Playing well, Mech, King W. Yeah. That's, that, I mean, I'm thinking that's the like design philosophy. Oh, you know, here are some of the archetypes that are weak or that we're removing, you know, Merkles, things like that. Let's give it a good card, a good tavern spell card, right? Because we were talking about how if you don't have a tavern spell, you're not... Uh, generator you're not really being played high that's level, true right? that's so. true let's give mech some generation the weird part is though if you run it in like mono mech usually your deflectors are in the front right so it's one of those yeah yeah, yeah it's just weird and then the scaling is a bit off but i can see it yes let's give mechs a tavern spell generator that is yeah. actually a very fair argument uh, thank but... you shady sometimes <laughs> that happens you know yeah you know, yeah no you're uh, here for good reason <laughs> yeah. the uh the the main way I've been playing with the lassomatic or I, I do agree that in practice it doesn't play like a mech card. Yeah, yeah, yeah it doesn't. Sadly. It might say yeah. mech, but it doesn't feel like a it mech. Is. Yeah, it's been fantastic at fueling Nala for me. Uh -huh. So those Nala boards for me, it's the dragon with end of turn generates spells, ignition specialists, lassomatic, uh -huh. and Felbor. and that's been so good. Because then the Lassomatic generates spells, the Dragon generates spells, the Felbor grows with spells, the Nala buffs, and sometimes I'll even have Seafarer as my pirate. So that means every four things I buy, I get another tavern spell. You're buying a lot of the cheap tavern spells, so it's like very flashy, buff the whole board, very fun, very cool. There needs to be a light spawn that buffs from playing spells, and then that'll there be is. playable. There is. Oh. Oh, okay. Azerite. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. No, I, I played... That's a minion type, though, right? Yeah, yeah, it buffs... It, yeah, so Azerite buffs... It's like Nomi, right? Oh, right. Yeah. Mm. But that's not... That's not Light Spawn. I... <laughs> Wait, but Light Spawn is Avenge, right? Oh, did I say Light Spawn? Oh, I meant Light Fang. Light, what's it light called? Light Fang. Well, that's Nala, yeah, right? Uh, Nala is the, the tier six that every time you cast the spell, you get plus two plus one on all your types. Oh yeah, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> okay, never mind. We're professionals, by the way. Yeah, we do this every <laughs> normally every two weeks, but yeah, that extra week that's has right. taken its there time. That's right. There is there is both. We should play another Disgusting. game. Disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so Azerite, Azerite is sorry. You said light spawn. Which, which is I know, an actual I know what card. I said. I know so, you're right. I was like, I okay, so this is like there Nomi, is a light but, spawn. There yeah. is a light, and there is a light bag too. <laughs> <laughs> Entirely true. Well, damn it, they have too many light units. Yes, uh, but no, this this works wonders with Nala. It's yeah, very very nice. Then, out of the let's see if the removed minions are are here as well. So I mean, there's I I'll, I'll just very quickly go over the others, just like honorary mentions, but it's. Like, Eagle feels really nice to buy on Tier 3 because it's a 7-1 that also gives plus 2, plus 3 to something in your hand and on the board. 
So tempo-wise, this card makes no sense. It has no business, you know, being something that you could just pick up on tier three because um, you're just, yeah, you're getting a lot of bang for your buck. So if you're talking pure, just like, oh, I went to three and I need some size, Eagle's great. Um, Vengeful Slitter is like okay-ish, but, you know, overall not as impactful. Uh, it gives you a spellcraft and every minion that dies gets an extra health permanently. Um, so again, fine if you're going to three early. Saloon Dancer was pretty good with Lubber, but now that Lubber is a tier four, I don't see this being played as much. Saloon Dancer, you know, gave three or still gives plus three plus three to a friendly minion every time you cast a spell. Then Augmented Laborer, unless you have a really good setup for it, it doesn't really do anything. It's Avenge 4, and then it's Mechadraxis, basically. So every four things that die, you get a Mechadraxis proc. So the Wind Fury, Taunt, or Reborn. I'd rather have a Tavern spell. Yes, 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 yes. I'd rather have Mechadraxis, because then I can just play it with, play it with Bran. This thing well, requires that... your board to be completely tailored to it. Yeah, if you get that's extra gold. That's why it, yeah. if you, it'd be money. better. Well, this is also money, right? But yeah. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's not guaranteed. It's just, yeah, it, yeah. it feels very off. Uh, that's why I wasn't even like talking about it. Did you want to talk about some of the minions that have been removed? Uh, yeah, let's let's talk about minions that have been removed, and then I guess we can talk about All returning. Right. Uh, or We have Fairy Tale Caroler. We have Transmuter Bramble Witch, which did come back. Which is so back. That one is, yep. Yeah, we have Observer of Myths, Scourfin. Is Scourfin removed? Scourfin's Withered a Spear big one. Yeah. Yeah. Withered Spear Hide, Relentless Murgle, which is what you talked about, the poison. Yeah. Um, Mecha Jaraxxus is gone. So how are you even going to get Mecha Jaraxxus when it doesn't exist, Shady? Imposing <laughs> Percussionist, Octosari, Nizal. Yeah. Aw, Nizal got removed too. Bejeweled Duelist, Template Trembling Trolley, which never saw play. That one was a film. Yeah, Barry. <laughs> Adaptable Barricade and, and Necrolite. Which, for the most part, I think they did a good job with this. Um, yeah. Fairytale Caroler, while I played with that card a lot, it's not significant in that, oh, the game is completely different, there's no more Caroler. Observer of Myths, pretty fringe sometimes you played it it's like early tier three buff some shields it's okay spear hide again fine but definitely not crucial to quillbor um new Zhao did not matter at all for beasts octosari did not really matter because a mech horse a lot of the time is just better duelist is just some early game uh, elemental shit trolley was not really being played barricade was just not a card and then necrolite they turned it into a spell so I would say out of the things they removed, the biggest one was Bramble Witch, but they already brought it back because that one just, you know, you can and just... And Murgul. Yes. Murgul, yeah. Mecha Jaraxxus, and Imposing Percussionist, I would say, are the, are the ones that matter. Because I hadn't really realized this until I was playing a demon game, but Bran used to be really good with demons because you could play both Mecha Jaraxxus and Percussionist. And that was mm. fantastic to fuel your Urzels. So if you could get a few Felimentals buff your shop up, like plus 10, plus 10 or something, doesn't have to be crazy, then whenever you play a Percussionist and you have two Urzels down, that's Demon from the Percussionist, E2, another Demon that you pull, E2 more, and then the other another Demon because one. you have Brand. So every Percussionist ate a whole shop. Same thing with a Mechadraxis. Every Mechadraxis ate a whole shop that's no longer here so i played brand with demons i'm like oh why do i have you 
<laughs> it's it's just for Felimental. You've been trained off the wrong models. How dare you? <laughs> it, it was very weird to be in that spot and like, oh, wow, yeah, Mecha Jirexes and Percussionists are gone. So oh. I, I don't know exactly what happened with Percussionists for that to be gone, but it feels off. But maybe it's, there is... It, yeah. it might just be like, it's that's for bad since it kills you. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's, you, that's my you do need that's my, yeah. like people just play it and they die and they're like okay this is mm. not helpful because you so, don't have people killing themselves you know? perhaps it's an idea to make the type less dependent on rewinder and say maybe we're going to step back a little bit from the self damage stuff and you know make it so that you could theoretically play demons even when you don't have the damage immunity yeah which makes some sense because i've done a little bit of that recently um now you still have bizarre dealer you still have malkazar right you still have wrath weaver so i can just imagine people have brand no rewinder they play this they forget about the brand bam bam oh right like snap the fell bat take six die like oh no Uh, yeah yeah (laughs) whoopsie Um, and also we have some minions returning to the minion pool. Uh, Thorncrawler, Cyclone, Crackling Cyclone, Ural, Rendell the Mastermind. I don't understand that one. Tortilla, Blue Shell, and then Mantid Queen. So Mantid Queen is back, which is pretty yeah. cool. Cause it's a unique card. It's like Murgle, but healthier for the game. As much as I enjoy you know, uh, incorporating yeah. Murgle in my undead build, I don't think Murgle was very good for the game. Uh, queen is like okay this is this is what you buy when the opponent is bigger but it doesn't make you massively favorite all of a sudden whereas Murgle had a tendency to do that in the right setup yeah and instead of scamming them you were now the person that needed to be scammed because you had Murgles is crazy and the other the other cards are i would say like not as relevant to me blue shell i think is a card you really liked that's the uh, five drop that sells for five if you've lost. For five, right, yeah. Money. The, the, like... the thing is, I didn't really lose, so it was really helping my opponents more than me. So yeah, I, I remember. I, I, I distinctly remember some <laughs> games where you had two in your hands. I was like, all right, baby, let's go. Yeah, that's true. Time I, to cash I in, baby. Just, I did just buy these if I was healthy because I'm, I'm like, it's free money Like if I lose. Yeah, so, yeah, that's fair. The, uh, the problem is like if you have too many then first of all they triple which is okay but you have to hold it and then second of all like you you have too much too much things to do at some points so yeah gotta be careful but yeah i I agree it it's decent i just think like um losing isn't as like it doesn't tell you if you're winning as much as it used to um in my opinion like you couldn't you can create other plays where you take you take a loss, but it doesn't mean you're actually losing. Uh, so yeah. You mean there's more opportunity for swing turns? Yeah. Like yeah. someone could deal ten damage to you and you might think, Oh, next time we fight you're absolutely destroyed. Like You're dead. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you're on fourteen? Uh, yeah, next time you're dead. You're, yeah. <laughs> you better find that armor. <laughs> I'm coming for you. <laughs> no, I, I agree. I agree. There is definitely some moments where, especially if you're still healthier than them, 
right? Where you take 10 and you're like, oh, yeah, we're, I like my position a lot more than you yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Yeah. Um, I think out of the others, it's, it doesn't really matter. The uh, Thorn yeah. Collar, Cyclone. I guess Urel. Urel is okay for... Um, Turn two. Yeah, there's there's um, there's certain boards where Urel is super strong. And you also have the ability to cheese the quest that wants you to buff X amount of units. Increase the stats 20 times, for instance. Like one Urel attack could be five of that already. That's true. That it was good for that. That's fair. That's fair. As a has its niche there. So, I guess we'll uh, we'll cover some of the new spells, right? The interesting ones. Okay. The uh, so we've already talked about fluidity, which which gives you Janda's hero power. Toxic tumbleweed is like whatever. It's it's not that relevant. It's uh, it's like an extra one one poison with rush. But you need to be play six minions for it, and it costs two gold. So it's. I'd like, rather it attack at the end than at the beginning. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this this kills taunted brand. <laughs> this kills taunted brand yeah. and the pop shields. Okay. Yeah. There's that's what it does a lot of the time. Uh, but channel the devourer is super interesting. It's a four gold spell. It gives you mutinous hero power. Yeah, I've seen it. So that gives you some opportunities. Consolidation, yeah, for yeah. sure. Scavenge for parts is four gold for one magnetic every three turns at the end of your turn no it's, it's every turn for three turns it's not every three but i hear what you're saying sorry yeah my my uh wording yeah, was yeah i got you i do that all the time excellent you got me the um i've only bought this one time probably when i was running out of time and i had to dump my imagine playing max though that's the problem yes it's... exactly exactly <laughs> yeah then there is uh cloning conscious the big one right we talked yeah. about how that yeah, shaped yeah. the meta it's uh -huh. really good that it's been adjusted now it's four gold instead of five gold but it will not copy a golden version anymore so uh -huh. the the whole strategy is before that, this is that is that balance i feel like that's still pretty freaking good so yes I don't know. that is still very good because you'll just copy a regular big bream right yeah or so i don't see yeah. how that fixes the problem to me well i mean it alleviates the problem a lot because <laughs> yeah. bef before there was absolutely no way you would go you would outstat a murloc board it was ridiculous right because right. you would you just copy the the thing you copied yeah like you i i have uh like my one of my latest videos on youtube is five golden breams and then Thanks golden um coral the one that gets the stats from everything right. in your hand right, right but then right, times yeah. two so my coral was like straight up six thousand six thousand as like okay well good luck like you Did you put it in the back i gave it a divine shield <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's ridiculous it's worse. Yeah. It's, yeah it's so good and and you can't really scam murlocs because they run base skill like it's uh -huh. really hard to scam someone that runs base skills because that's extra bodies that's gonna tank your venom that's gonna block uh, all kinds of bullshit right and they're gonna have venom of their own and then this and that so yeah before this before this nerf murlocs were completely out of control it was straight up the best type now it's still good and potentially could be the best but it's it it still seems the best to me you have some hopes of winning yeah. Yeah. I, I love this, right? It's like, okay, clone, clone your Murloc. You have a 500 or 200 Murloc. Here, have another one. Let's look at the <laughs> next one. Guzzle the group. 
At the end of your turn, give your dragons four attack. Yeah, it's a joke. What, Don't buy this what? ever. Who designed this? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, ah, these are the same power level. But what? it's one gold cheaper, Collins, and your dragons get four attack. But... I, I don't get it. All right, whatever. It's, it's for three turns. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. It's but huge. like, it's not, not playable, yeah. I feel. Then Boon of Beetles is okay-ish, but still costs two. So basically, you don't really want to buy this unless you have to. So... If you are a beast comp and you lack summons, then you can do it, but it's gonna block your reborn, so that's awkward. Like if you reborn your Goldrin and you cast Boon of Beetles, then it's gonna favor the Death Rattle proc over the reborn because that has priority. So your Goldrin won't reborn if you've cast Boon of Beetles. I feel like reborn should have priority over Death Rattle. Like as a that's kind of weird a... as well, because then you have like you Raptor. So? Well, Raptor then won't have cast his death rattle and just reborns as a 1-1 one -one. it's just like kind of weird i get it though i get it yeah I'm, I'm not saying it's wrong but the game mechanics right now favor uh death rattle so your death rattle that's goes off that's because it's been designed that way you can undesign that you know you can yeah but it might break more than I it hear fixes it yeah, <laughs> there yeah, might yeah, be I like well this 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 and that, that no longer works too now much effort so. and it's probably tied to regular hearthstone I, I don't know. I think I think it's changeable for sure, but it's. Uh, I think it's changeable. I, I don't know if it. Yeah, but, but I don't know if it improves saying, the game. <laughs> okay, sure. All right. Yeah. I was spitballing. I'm, I'm sure. Down sure. To say that was a bad spit. That was no, 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 no. I mean, I haven't thought right it through. I haven't thought it through. It's possible that it's better. I, I haven't either. <laughs> so I'm down to say, oh, maybe not that. Maybe not necessary. All right, let's move on. Okay. Butchering. Da da da. Tier four two gold. This yes. is undead. And your undeads have extra attack equal to its tier this game. Uh, maybe. I don't play like, undeads because a there's no Virgo. Uh, yeah. I mean, destroying a friendly undead isn't always bad. That's, well, you don't get gold for it, right? You so don't it's get like, gold, yeah. Well, you pay two gold, you kill something yeah. off your board, you get extra attacks. Sure sometimes maybe but the problem is then you're playing undead and why would you want to play undead because murloc is no longer a card or murgul is no longer a card i hear so you that's that's just like a functional problem then stimulant right has been reworked we talked about that already what it does right now it's three gold and it gives it puts the minion in your hand right so you can't hand, stack yeah. it as easily um the naga so for those of you who were like not not catching on yet these are all like in theme right butchering is an undead spell that gives your undead extra attack uh, guzzle the goop gives your dragons extra damage cloning conch clones of murloc so these are all uh, type oriented the naga one gives you three random spell crafts that like one it. yeah if if you are playing with lord of gains this is a lot of spells so especially if you don't have many spell crafts on your board this is probably three unique or four unique spells for two gold, which is nice. Yeah. <clears throat> and then we have Corrupted Cupcakes. You choose a friendly demon. It consumes all minions in the tower and gain its stats. I, I'm a fan. Yeah. When, when you compare some of these, like, oh, eat the whole shop for three gold or kill your undead and don't get money for two gold. That's or like... gain four attack. <laughs> Yeah, gain four attack on all your dragons for for the next three turns. 
um yeah so this is like immediate like and it's uh, god it's cheaper right than because of the gus of the goop is four gold holy shit yeah no. so yeah uh, eating eating the whole shot that's crazy right because when you have a feldrake and you cast the spell on it oh, that okay now i want to say this isn't balanced like okay like it's yeah sure it's the it's one of the good ones but i wouldn't say it's a balanced one <laughs> to be fair like it could use some adjustments kind of like the warlock one wait um, what, do you, what do you mean i would nerf corrupted cupcakes i would also nerf the murloc one still even yeah, more yeah. now i will I say i don't play the game running around being like oh my god these demon players are out of control i don't <laughs> like, either yeah. but i can look at a card and say "Ooh, problematic you know like, it's significantly better than a lot of the other type spells yeah, yeah. And to be fair i'm also down with buffing the others though i do think we're in a bit of a, like a power creep season situation you know, in here, terms of yeah. like things are just getting crazy so um i wouldn't mind toning that down more Having than access to spells and quests it's like not fair you I get a lot well i mean it's fair because everybody has it but yeah the board so like, the boards right now are hard to recognize compared to you know two years I, ago i would say bring any other meta and don't you still win you know what i mean like maybe there's a, the, couple, um, there's a couple of crazy ones yeah there's there's a couple i i agree okay and, i guess amalgadon's a good card though amalgadon's a good card <laughs> <laughs> that's that that's that's a close one uh, that that meta where you played with that stupid tier four dragon that would pew pew do you remember that one? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh that might win. Dude, oh, that, could, that... that could win. Man. All right, guys. A small trip down memory lane. This was like one of the most stupid metas ever because I think it was called Pyrospawn. Prester's Pyrospawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's this one. was yeah, Prester's Pyrospawn was a tier four dragon that said whenever one of your dragons attacks, it pings three damage before it attacks. So basically, yeah, yeah. The, the text would be remove the divine shield of the opponent's unit and then then attack it. And so attack, yeah. the whole strategy that meta was make amalgadons, and and you could yeah. have you could have seven, seven perfect seven. amalgadons on your board. You would sell <laughs> one of those perfect amalgadons for one yeah, of these yeah. stupid ping dragons, and then yeah. basically just say let me go first, let me go first, let me go first, because the opponent's board would also be amalgadons and one of those board, ping yeah. dragons. And if you go first, your divine shield, wind fury amalgadon will like ping a shield off, kill it, ping a shield off, kill it, and you would be pretty far ahead, two for one already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, mm. it's ridiculous because you wouldn't have a board full of amalgadons, right? So your your one amalgadon with two for one. And mm -hmm. you know, assuming you would have about an equal amount of amalgadons, and and you, especially if you could, um, like avoid taunt on one of them, that was yeah, that was great because then the Prester thing wouldn't work. Anyways, yeah. that that was a really dumb meta, and yeah, there were there were definitely some crazy metas in the past with friend of a friend and all that. But that yes. might that <clears throat> might win. That that, that will definitely only, win. That's yeah. one of the few, I guess. There are and okay, there are a few. There's a few but, things with buddies, yeah. right? Like when buddies yeah, yeah, are yeah. in in but yeah, for for the most part, if you look at average power level of average board, this is going to be like top 3 for sure. The meta we're mm -hmm. playing right now. Yeah. And uh it's yeah, it's it's very it's very high power level. Uh cool cool cool. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, there's stuff like uh, double golden touch, right? It's like, oh, I can make two golden minions here. Whee! 
right. <laughs> now, a fun one here is Plunder Seeker. This has already been nerfed to seven gold, by the way. Um, steal a random card from the tavern. Repeat for every friendly pirate. When you have no pirates. Seven pirates. Well, I was going to say, when you have no pirates, this is unplayable garbage. And when you have seven pirates, this is a Togwaggle hero power for seven gold. <laughs> Which is fantastic. Which is pretty good, too. Yeah. So there's no in-between for this card. Honestly, this card gives me stress because when I play pirates and I see one of these cannons pop up, I'm like, oh my god, that's a long turn. Okay. And then you roll a second cannon and you're like, oh my god, there's so many things I have to do in this game. And and then it gives you so much gold. Yes. And like, and it steals expensive spells too, right? It can I know, steal I know. I'm I'm saying like it can steal itself. It can steal another cannon. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. Cannon I, to steal a cannon. I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> it's super in theme for pirates, and and to be fair, most pirate games you're kind of popping off already anyway. But this can definitely like when you are in the early stages of the pop off. You know, we're talking. You have one Tethys, no brand yet, but you put some pirates on your board because the Tethys been making pirates. You've been buying some pirates on tier five, etc. And then you hit one of these cannons. That can absolutely be the sort of the bridge between oh i was i was not really gonna go infinite this turn versus oh my god you know this gave me so much so many extra resources i can now really you know pop off so i would say that it's it's at its most important when you're not infinite yet which makes it must be it must suck if you uh you have like five gold and you roll this i guess you you just sell two sell a sucker all right i I need i need okay four gold Right. Yeah. 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 So I, need I mean, a number. it 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 all depends on how many sellable things you have. If you if you have to start selling like a twenty twenty dealer, then it makes no sense, right? Then you have to freeze or whatever. That's right. You can just freeze. Annoying. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Well, your turn ends, which isn't great, right? So you have to freeze and buy something you didn't want to buy. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. And then the, the la- yeah the last one's gem confiscation, which is just you have gem transfer in spell form now. We, I think that's fine. It's basically necrolites. Yeah. yeah. I mean this this has been. Do you, it's actually better because you don't have to mess with your. Yes, your that's what I was gonna say. The super annoying thing is if you have a board where you have one thing you could sell and you have a gem transfer, what you used to have to do was sell the one thing you could sell to play Necrolite, move mm. the gems to one unit, mm. then have a second gem transfer, sell one of the quillbore you just extracted gems from, then play the cleave, then transfer the gems. The, okay, now it's literally just sell one thing, play the cleave, move the gems. <laughs> Yeah, which it's is not so so much less hassle. It's so much better, right? Because before, if you didn't roll two gem transfers, sometimes you had to just like give up something that had 50-50 gems, 100-100 in gems. You just had to say like, well, okay, well, this is the thing with the least amount of gems. So right, off you go. Can, quick, can you even change your hero power to Phelan? No, there's, I think what they're asking, so there's a question from the live stream here. Right? Um, right. The question from the live stream is, what happens when you have a, oh, a minion? As, oh, as failing. Yeah, okay. so you are failing, you have your six drop in your hand, it's chained, and you don't switch your hero power before you get it. I think that it just 
stays chained and you don't get it, but it's entirely possible that you would still get it when you go to six. I have never done that. And I think both, theoretically both you would be valid. like in in like from what I think you shouldn't get it because you don't have the ability anymore. Yeah, but it's possible that's already coded into the card as in like in, yeah. when you go yeah. to six, the chain goes. So the and answer is we don't know. Have a good time so, testing that. <laughs> someone knows. Someone yeah, in chat. Someone in chat pretend. knows. Yeah. Yeah. Someone said you get it. Now, uh, yeah. Would chat ever oh, lie to us? It's true. Yeah. It works with my Ev. So it could work with, yeah, it, it's very likely that it works with Ambassador Fail. There we go. All right. Learning, learning yeah. on the podcast. So, yes, never you're free to change your hero power. Feels good. So now that we've uh, essentially gone over the interesting stuff, right, of what is, uh, what is new, which was quite a bit, right? Big, big patch. I wanted to just talk to you about the quest selection process, because that is such a big part of this meta. And I feel like that's where most people can make a lot of improvement to their game for zap is an 11 i just want to throw that in like, just like, <laughs> yeah I feel like that has to be said so i'm just i i like it they um they removed worgen and they put zap back in which now if you triple into a zap it's so much tempo you're gonna just like smack people with your zap it's so dumb uh, but i i get it because you know worgen was complete trash so yeah and zap was you know, also the same <laughs> <laughs> well, Zap at least had a good chance of killing Kills. Baron. Yeah, 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 yeah. Worgen was just like, well, I'm just gonna go die now. So, boink, and just like hit something random. It's annoying. It's 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 funny how good you have to make the I don't do anything tempo cards like for it to be like, oh yeah, okay, eleven twenty two, maybe I'll consider it now. Like, I think they uh, just buffed it because there's so many ways that people were buffing your Titus now. Yeah, yeah. You just have I to agree. Get, like it's like we're just gonna have to put the we're gonna have to give the Zap some health so it can survive the Titus recoil. <laughs> just so dumb to say. Just <laughs> like, lies to Titus. Titus, like, okay. Titus has just been pumping iron. He's like, yeah, it, God damn it, it, it now, baby. It needs to be bigger than a 2020. Like, yes, that's the reason. exactly. It needs so. to hit into a 2020 twice without dying. And that's, without dying, yeah. It's, uh, I like how you phrased it like that. That that is that is essentially what they were looking at. And I was like, all right, yeah. let's let's make it so that it can actually finish off a Titus that you know got plus twenty or or got turned into a twenty twenty from the spell. Yeah. yeah, pretty much makes sense. It's just funny. <laughs> here's a you know here's an eleven twenty two on turn five or seven or whatever it is. Like, have five's, fun with that. Five's now. rough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Six or seven, yeah. Turn six or seven. It's still that's still kind of rough, but yeah. I that's mean. that's what minus fifteen looks like when that's that zap attacks low power minion, so it's not gonna it's not gonna kill itself most of the time. Yeah, rough. All right, let's let's go talk about your your whatever your your thing. Yeah, your yeah, your quest your selection thing. process. Yeah. So I just want so you played the previous quest meta as well, right? So yeah, you yeah, still have sure. that that mentality yeah. that like what goes through your head essentially but when you're when you're opening up the so it's turn four mm -hmm. when you have the quests in front of you we're actually going to go back right but we're going to first talk about the the turn four because quest selection process starts on turn one right because you start mm -hmm. thinking about which minion to buy to 
because you want to you want to get ahead of it. You want to get ahead of it. You want to figure out what is going to you want to cast as wide a net as possible. Say like, okay, if I get this quest, I could do it. If I get that quest, I could do it, et cetera, et cetera. But on on tur on turn four, you get your three quests offered. I would say that the two big directions you can go is I have an easy quest that provides me with some tempo or I have an ambitious quest that provides me with a way to win the game off my quest mechanic. Yep. All right. The, um, the tempting pick is almost always going to be <laughs> the one that wins you the game, right? Yeah. Uh, so I guess do you do you have any more uh, just thoughts memories on on just yeah so turn you're... four in general for quest stuff? Well, I wasn't gonna say just turn four. It's just like yeah, the, just in general. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. The trend of holding things in your hand like that has to be learned again if you're not um, used to quest meta. I think that's very uh, fair. So, yeah. So if you played quest meta like uh, for a while, you might get like, oh, okay, here's a one or here's a minion I buy, I'm actually not going to play it because I'd rather wait for the next turn. Or here's a spell that I could buy. I'm actually not going to use it because I'm going to wait and see, right? And that's not something you pretty much want to do in any other uh, meta type. But here, holding things until the quest pops, then you know like how you're going to use these resources, I think makes a lot of sense. So that is something I would do. I think that the um, the holding one is a really good one to talk about because... I, I think there's definitely a meth ma the methodology to it. This is a question I, I do get asked. Do I hold cards? Yes or no? And the answer, like everything, is it depends. But let's let's make a, <laughs> let's make a rule, right? If to help you decide whether you should hold or not. Sure. So I think the first criteria, and and again, right, to just to clarify, you hold minions on turn three in your hand because when turn four rolls around, your quest might want you to play two elementals and you just played two elementals the turn before. So you, you know, let's you feel say, bad. Dude. Yeah, let's say the quest requirement was play four in total. You could have been halfway there already. You could have maybe done it in one turn because you're one turn, resources. Yeah, yeah the, especially if one of those things is elemental. Elemental, yeah. The, um, the, the danger, of course, is by holding, take extra damage. By taking extra damage, you have less margin for error to you know complete your quest and, and get value from it. And the hold might be completely irrelevant, right? You might yeah, not get any that, reward that from it. That is the big cost, where yeah. you take damage for no reason, essentially, based right. on how the game plays out. So the way how I figure out whether I'm going to hold or not is I look at the minion and I ask myself two things. How many different quests does this help? So is it a minion with a type that has a battle cry that puts a card in my hand? Suddenly you're thinking, wow, that's a pretty wide net already because th that could be Shell Collector, right? It is a battle cry, it is a Naga, yeah, and it adds a card the, to my that hand. That is exactly the card you had in my head. <laughs> yeah, 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 like Shell Collector is a Shell Collector is a perfect example because it also touches on the second criteria for me, which is, is it going to win me the fight or not? Because that's another thing, right? You can have just a weak hand, but it's great for quest completion. Then there's even more reason to not play it. Whereas you can play something like a Yorel. Yorel does one thing, which is summon, if you're holding it, right? When it's on the board, it can do multiple things. It can 
complete your attack quest, they can complete your buff quest. But the only reason you'd hold a Urel is because you have a quest that says, you know, summon 10 minions, and then summoning a minion from your hand would complete one. Now, that's not enough reason to hold it. That's a bad bet. So something like a Urel is going to make it very likely you're going to win your turn three fight, you're going to save health, and it was not going to help complete very many quests. And then on the opposite end of the spectrum, there's something like a Shell Collector. It's weak in the right. combat, but it it casts a wide net. It it's yeah. you know it it contributes to a lot of different elemental tads, right? These are all great cards when you look at them. Like this is probably a hold. Um, so what the about, um, yeah, novice scout, scout, huh? scout. You can put on the board, but not open yeah. because. Yeah, you want yeah, okay. you want to know yeah you want to know what you're taking right like oh i got a naga beast and an elemental like well i don't know what my quest wants me to do so another really big one is do not triple anything on turn three do not <laughs> because unless you really want to no even then <laughs> resist because the uh well i guess the exception could be a uh dragon that one one dragon that gets you a dragon in your hand and you're like because you triple it 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 goes off again or something like that sure maybe but for the most part when you triple that's massive cards to the hands because you buy the card that goes to the hands it triples that goes to the hands you get the triple reward that is in your hand you cast it you get the three drop or the four drop that goes to your hands, right? Oh, so we're still on one in a lot of cases. <laughs> uh, nah, we're on two. We're definitely on two. I'd say in a lot of quests, I would say for quest meta, we're, we're I, tripling on three. Like, well, we're, we're, we're tripling. Well, we're tripling on tier two into a three drop. That's what I mean. Okay. All right, fair enough. I just think it's very likely that we're tripling. Like you know, if, if you're if you're tripling your Jeep curving, yeah, but if you're Jeep curving, you're leveling on that turn, right? Okay, fine. You're you level on four. That's fair. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the uh, the the argument there is you add a lot of cards to your hands, but also you have no idea what your quest is going to ask for you, so you don't know which triple ward is going to be the best. So you do you just want tempo? Do you want to have a specific type? Do you want to have a battle cry? Right? Like you can take the generically best minion, but perhaps. The other minion was like, you know, like it could be something like a, a, a Smolderer is sort of a bad example because that's a good card universally, but Smolderer gives you one battle cry per turn. Like that is obviously insane if you get a quest that wants you to play battle cries, right? Whereas if, if you could maybe choose between a Smolder and a Spore Bat, you might think, well, that's a tough call, right? I could get, you know, battle cries or is it, spells. No, I'll take the spells. <laughs> <laughs> I like Smolder, I think, just because it's going to oh, triple okay. as well. That's triple like, again, yeah. yeah. That's that's somewhat fair. It's, it's so it's early, close. right? I see. Yeah. That's the only. That's the only one really. Yeah, that early, that early. Otherwise, I I like Sporbet too. Anyways, that's uh that those are some simple things you can do, uh, going into turn four. I'd say the other part of what you want to think of is starting turn one. You want to have quests in your mind when you're thinking about, okay, which unit am I going to buy? Because there are certain things that don't do anything and other things that actually have a lot of potential. So something like Mana Saber, it's a death rattle that summons two things. That is fantastic. Very right? good, yeah. Yeah, that, that is really good at questing. Something like Surf and Surf. Surf and Surf is a uh, death rattle 
that adds a card to your hand, that casts a spell, that summons some. I, I might have to go for a second call. <laughs> okay. But um, yeah, I mean, we, we can we can wrap up soon anyway. But I'll uh, I guess chat maybe give Collins a, a question or two if if there is anything. There's also um, like don't level to three almost you know very carefully. Don't go three on three. Yes, yeah. that's a great one. You could explain why. All right, I'll be right back. You'll die. What do you? What am I explaining? Okay, so the issue is that usually a lot of the quests require you to have some tempo. So if you are going three on three, you're not going to have a lot of tempo to fill a lot of quests. So it just limits the amount of quests that you can complete. And usually you want to be able to like complete some of the quests when you go three on three, you just have significantly less options. And you also just take a ton of damage and people also get quests faster than you. So even if you are trying to complete your quest, like by the time you complete, you're just taking a lot of damage from people temple completing their quests. So it's just not, a uh, really s safe way of playing the game. There's there's some heroes that can do it, but usually they're not very quest light anyway. So that's kind of where the issues lie. Now, do you guys have any questions for me? Qu quote unquote. But generally, in terms of playing quests, it's it's more about like figuring out how you want to play. So high armor, I think, is better than just picking the best hero just because. Having an easier quest usually pays for just having a better hero power most of the time. And now nowadays you can change your hero power, so it's not even as it's not even as like delivered or messed up to get a bad hero and then fix your hero power later on. So things like that. I still think tavern spells are broken, guys. We need to we need to balance it. Tell Shady that um, actually about getting a tier seven on turn four. Yeah, we talked about it. We got we talked before the uh, <laughs> before these uh, shows come out, and he told me about someone just triggering getting a turn seven on the on the first turn or so, and how it's not fair, and that card needs to be changed, things like that. Omu three on three. Um, Omu though, you don't have to go three on three because you you still get your gold whenever you level. So as long you can you can just stay down. Like even going like tier one and then double leveling is like not even that bad because you make up for it pretty easily. So you don't have to go through and through it with any hero really, but there are just some that can do it and not die. Um, things like that. But yeah, I mean, you have to look at the quests. It's it's not it's not a it's a it depends for a lot of these. But yeah. Tell tell Blizzard to work on their duo mode, guys. Like that's that's what I'm waiting for personally. How would you restructure the spells to make them balanced? Uh, are you talking about the um, the minion specific or the the minion type specific spells? That one that one's definitely requires some thought and not like a you know half an hour brain dump randomly. Like, I I don't know off the top of my head how it restructures some of them obviously it depends on what the minion types are good at like and and the problem is that some minion types just aren't good in in this meta like in this like in a quest heavy meta quest spell heavy meta like i don't know if like where where do you go dragons over everything that's that's what that's what you have to that's the question you have to answer in what cases would i go 
dragon over any other choice? In what case would I go undead over any other choice? And if you can't really find an answer, then you need to work on the minions, the archetype themselves. And and I think that's kind of the issue you're um, going, you're hitting when you change so many things, right? Some things work well, but some things don't in that um, you may have removed something that's like super, like un, unusually core for an archetype, but now that it's gone, like you lose a lot of that that power. So you'd have to kind of figure out where things are good, where you would go with this particular archetype, and then try to make that more pronounced, make that more um, efficient, or something people would actually, or players would actually want to continue investing in. So I, I think before you work on the spells, you have to work on the minion types, and and that's where. Um, some just struggle compared to others, you know. And now that could also just be like some are too strong, right? Like Murlocs or something, or the demon eating, especially with the um, ability to clone the demons. Like maybe that's just too strong. You need to tone that down. But it also could just be like there isn't any reason to go dragons when undeads or when demons are in because demons do everything, dragons do it but better or something like that. So you. It's it's more complicated, unfortunately, which is always the case. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if you've uh, on on this topic. I'm I'm back by the way, Chad. Uh, I'm not sure if you've talked about the just the different skill levels, right? How balancing is very difficult for that because certain things. No, I haven't. Well, we, we talked about this a lot in the past, where mm-hmm. something as dumb as Maleficent Mana Storm which we always looked at and be like, oh, this is not a hero power. How is this a hero? Like, oh, plus one attack to mechs. Uh, you know, like back when it was real bad, right? Now it's better. It's like whenever you summon a mech, give it plus two attack right. or something. Right, 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 right. But before it was like every mech has plus two attack, you know. Or plus one, plus one. Period. Or yeah, yeah. Just like such a such an unnoticeable boost, basically. Yeah. That that hero was pre- performing like crazy in Lower Mamar. Right. Because it just gave people some structure and be like, oh, hey, buy some mechs, do some stuff, right? <laughs> so yeah. there there definitely is a difference where things might be balanced overall. Uh, but right, that's think... not true. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. like, um, I'm going to have to wrap up soon, by the way. Like, in go. theory, in theory, I heard you saying. Yeah, yeah the, um, there is the... Okay, so I guess what I'm putting forward here is... I can quite easily say, oh, you know, I have no reason to play mechs. But then they suddenly boost mech, which is perhaps a little bit more straightforward mechanic, right? It's like, oh, you know, you get some good value. You can start very early with your deflectabots, etc. And then suddenly you look at the the more casual bracket, like let's say, you know, up to like 5.5 or something. Mechs are suddenly like just dominating because they had to give mechs so much extra stuff for pro players to consider it that now it's just like busted on you know lower ranks yeah the yeah. high elo and low elo are different now the problem is high elo is what gets seen but low elo is where all the data is so you come to these conclusions where if you're just watching streamers all day you're like this these these are so broken these are unplayable but then the data is like that's completely wrong. <laughs> like it's the data shows that Max is the strongest archetype, and you're like, yeah. no, it's not. Like, exactly it's that. Like, but... Exactly that. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sorry, we're yeah, gonna have to wrap up. Call issues. it some. Yeah, for I, sure. uh, I, got, I got you. Yeah, I we've we've run. covered everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we were we were just having fun. Yesterday. We were just you yeah, know, yeah, not yeah. that the whole podcast isn't fun, but we were just like this was really the end. We were just like having some uh, okay. some bonus stuff, I suppose. 
yeah but thank you guys for joining us hope you enjoyed it sorry for the slightly later release you know how it is sometimes but you could find us hsbg podcast where can we find you shady uh Oh, I mean, for the, for the podcasts everywhere, right? Like it's uh, just you can where find Chidi everywhere. He's literally everywhere. Uh, Turn around, for, he's I there. mean, Twitch, YouTube, Twitch, YouTube, uh, a <laughs> little bit on Twitter. That's that's for the most part where I'm at. It's just, yeah, but yeah, just Google Shady Bunny, and that's uh, you'll. Uh, I'm at that point where I can just say like, oh, you just Google Shady Bunny, and it's something will pop up, which is great. Yeah. You can find me outside the Blizzard headquarters, banging on their door, asking where Duos is. You know, <laughs> where so when Macbuff? What what's Guzzle the Goop? Yeah. When Duo? <laughs> when Duos? Yeah. Yes. Alrighty, exactly. guys. Alright, guys. See you all. Thank you so much for watching. See you for the Take next care. episode.